everybody know we live. They go switch, shoot my shot, that's it. Finna unload that clip, they go switch. Look at the figure of the wrist, I don't even look at the rim. They go switch, I don't even need no pit. Y'all know I don't miss. They go switch, pulling up, never miss. Hello and welcome to Sports Shenanigans. We are back, giving you the update on everything that's happened since the last time uh, we recorded. And we have some announcements. We told you that some things were in the works, and I think we are now positioned to at least give some of it. So uh, one of those things is that we are reformatting the show a bit. Um, So if you've been listening, uh, you know, we usually give every – every bit of every sport that has come through um, in the time in between our recordings. Uh, We are going to reformat that a bit to just focus on the major headlines, um, primarily from the NFL and the NBA. Um, If I think the only time that we will probably bring up another sport is if it's a major headline um, or if, you know, like Mike likes to email us about NASCAR. So we'll still talk we'll about talk stuff. NASCAR. If like, yeah. So like if people email us or tweet us or something, then we'll talk about that. But for the most part, we're just going to focus on the big headlines out of the NFL and the NBA, giving us a chance to maybe cut down on some of the time a bit and also dive deeper into the more interesting topics um, and hopefully provide some stronger content because I know half the time we were reading stuff and it was like, I don't care. You don't care, which means they don't care. So <laughs> we, we are reformatting the show a bit to that. And um, we also have a, a uh, contact form now that you can fill out. Um, it's on our, uh, link tree. You can find it. Um, and basically what it is, is you fill out your first and last name. It's essentially an email sign up, but there are, there's a couple more things you can put in there if you want, but basically it's just a way for us to know who's listening and be able to, uh, directly contact you easier, um, than what we currently have. And yeah, it's much easier. You'll be able to just kind of clicks buttons instead of having to try and type in our email because yeah yeah lord knows i i struggle to spell shenanigans sometimes (laughs) and uh the last thing i think we can tease here is that we are currently getting some work done on our logo by a professional um so there will be a new logo coming soon and we've got a couple more things coming but they aren't ready to be revealed yet. And so that's, I mean, you got three things now, so. It's a pretty good amount of stuff. Yeah, that's pretty good, pretty good amount of stuff. So kind of, kind of in the middle of a reformat, rebranding, revamping of sports shenanigans and kind of along same thing as sports as sports are trying to kind of get back into the groove. Uh, so will we, we will try and get back in the groove along with them. So, all that being said, oh, KCS, one more thing. I'm, I'm getting a phone call. Oh, okay. So hold on. <laughs> Sorry, my mother-in-law was at Sam's Club. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> my Gatorade and beef jerky, so. 
gotta get it, gotta get a good deal. <laughs> That's I like Gatorade and Kirby. So, all right, we're back. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, go check out, fill out the contact form if you're if you're a fan, if you're a listener. Um, let us know who you are, um, and that way we can talk to you. Yeah, what you desire. Yes, exactly. Um, and don't worry about, you know, email us, but this isn't going to be a spam deal. Like you might get one occasional. <laughs> Every blue moon, you're like, you'll see it and be like, oh, cool, I got an email. Yeah. Let's read and see what they got. An email from someone different. Not <laughs> a mass spam email from everybody that you get 400 of every day yeah exactly this isn't that um and be on the lookout for our new logo announcement should be coming here relatively soon um so let's get into it because we got a lot um a lot of stuff happened over the past week and a half um starting in the nfl the big well one of the big stories is that the Washington team name TBDs have decided to retire uh, their old name of the Redskins, uh, and the new name is going to be announced at a later date. Still waiting on that. Uh, had a had a hiccup in that process that we'll talk about in a, <laughs> in a little bit. March hiccup. Not yeah. A, not a hiccup, just a, like... <laughs> Like they almost choked. <laughs> Heimlich needed. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get to that in a bit. But as far as the name goes, they they officially announced that they were retiring the name after and the logo after eighty seven years. Um, the uh, Dan Snyder had previously said that he would never change the name, uh, but once all your sponsors say that they're not going to pay you money anymore. Um, that's enough to change some people's minds. So, um, the, the name was the most offensive thing in the NFL other than the lions playing football. Um, (laughs) the Washington name change will not erase accomplishments, everything, you know, super bowls and whatnot will still be recognized. Um, and then a Washington fan has filed for 44 trademarks of potential new nicknames that they might choose. I'm guessing because he wants to have the trademark so that the team has to buy the name off of him. I'm proud of this uh, individual. Um, I wish that I'd have thought to do this. because I, I don't because I would get 44 trademarks and they'd go with something else. That is true. <laughs> but on the off chance, the one hits. I got gold mine. Yeah. So I'm I love it. There are there there were some uh, some good job Dan Snyder's going around cuz the, the name change has been something that has been a long time coming but uh again let's slow down on the good jobs cuz the only reason it happened is cuz FedEx said hey we're not going to pay money and Nike said hey we're not going to make uniforms yeah. and um, I mean, it's the same thing. The, the apparently the old owner, the Redskins were the last team to sign a black player because the old owner said that he would never sign a black player, and then the federal government stepped in and made him. Uh, and that's the only reason why the Redskins ever signed a black player. So, 
long history there in DC. <laughs> um, yeah, long history of struggling. But uh, and and we will step away from the Washington team name TBDs uh, for a little bit here to talk about some of the other news around the league. So the there's a big contracts that were signed. Um, the Chiefs, so they worked out the Mahomes deal. We talked about that in the last episode. Ten years, up to five hundred and three million dollars, and. You know, there's all this controversy around Dak and what he deserves and not. There is a lot of people think the Chiefs won by giving Mahomes only half a billion dollars. So (laughs) if that tells you anything. Um, But because of that deal, they were able to sign defensive tackle Pro Bowl Chris Jones uh, to an extension of four years, $85 million. That includes $60 million guaranteed. What did you make of this signing, Casey? Um, it's a great signing. I mean, he's on your defense. Um, for a while there, the defense is what was kind of criticized as the bad part of the game team, mm-hmm. which I still think it is worse than the offense, but that's well, just – for sure. I mean, you have Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and all kinds of weapons over there. Um, but they're much better now. Um, they've added some great pieces, and this just cements their, like – we're in win now mode. We're trying to win as many championships as we can. Um, so it's a great signing. It shows that, you know, if you do the work, they'll, they're going to sign you to a pretty solid deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chris Jones, I think he's 20, he's 25 or 26. So um, I think he's 26. So right in his prime defensive tackle, he's arguably the best one in the league. Um, and really, he outside of – I mean, they got a Tyron Matthew. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, not a lot of talk about that Chiefs defense. Um, and so, getting Chris Jones locked in for the next four years is huge. Oh, yeah. Um, and also, you know, he, he signed the franchise tag. He was franchise tag, but this gets him off that franchise tag um, and gets him locked in. So it's the Chiefs are definitely in win now mode because once you get past these next four, five, probably f- I think it's next five to six years, Mahomes' salary really jumps up, mm-hmm. and then um, and then the whole reason of the cap is so that one team doesn't get all the good players because once you get good, you got to pay everybody. So oh yeah, um, after. I know the way Mahomes' deal is structured, he's got two more years left on the rookie deal. And then he's got three years at $21 million, which is very cheap considering over Ooh. 10 – well, and considering over 10 years, he's getting up to 503. Um, but the But the, the cap hit for Mahomes goes up significantly after those – first initial three years, which allows them to sign Chris Jones here, but maybe not after that four years. Yeah, not um, the same around. But uh, – and people like Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, they can get them all under contract for this four- to five-year period while Mahomes will have a lesser salary. Um, now, there is a lot of talk from uh, the Chiefs that – or Chiefs fans, the Chiefs themselves, like this is this is the dynasty. So, uh, Casey, what did you? I guess 
in the Mahomes era for the Chiefs over the course of this deal, so in the next 12 years, how many Super Bowls do you think the Chiefs end up with in the next 12 years on this contract? Um, this, to make the contract worth it, they need to win like three or four. And I count that as including the one that they just won. So they need two or three more. Yeah, two or three more. I think really gets you on a like, all right, we paid a lot of money, but we won three times. We won four times in 12 years, which still really good. Um, of course, you'd want to be there every year, kind of like the Patriots have done. They're literally there were every year. But the chances of that kind of happening again is pretty slim because once I mean, Andy Reid is old, older coach, um, so you don't know how long he'll be there. Yeah. Um, and then, like, your pieces start changing. Like, your quarterback will play for a long time, but, like, Tyree Kill, will, he'll get older. He's going to slow down. He may be still run fast, but – not as fast. Um, Travis Kelsey may go to a new team. Guys may just not want to come. So I think three or four is a good number for the 12 years. Um, and they'd be very happy with that. Um, anything less than that, I feel like you kind of drop the ball. I mean, you have the best quarterback in the league and you sign him to a huge contract to keep him there so that you could do that. But that's what I think. Well, I mean, you, so you gave me a goal, but what do you think they'll actually do? Um, realistically, I think another two is – I'm not going to say guaranteed because there's nothing guaranteed in this life. But I feel like two is a very, like, bam, that's the, – The over-under is set at one and a half. Oh, well, I I'm, I'm think they're going to be over that. I think they're going to have two, at least in the 12 years, I would hope. Because I feel like next year they're – the big tight they're the contender, they're the big guy. Even then the next year after that, two years from now, they're still the big powerhouse. Um, so these next couple of years is when they're gonna really try and rattle them off. And then after that, once like uh Chris Jones' contracts over, Tyree Kill and all uh, Travis Kelsey and all these guys start, you know, getting a little bit older is where it's gonna start fading off a little bit more. So I think two is the like that's what they're gonna get more. So they'll have three at the end of the Mahomes contract. So the I think the the big argument here is that Drew Brees has won and he's never he's been to the Bowl, Super Bowl once. Um, Aaron Rodgers has won. He's been to the Super Bowl once. Um, so these are like all time greats who have only been to one Super Bowl. Um, there is a question of whether or not our idea of Super Bowl got diluted because of the Patriots. Um, sure because most of the time teams don't (laughs) just are in, are in it every other year. Um, But the, the thing with this Mahomes, I think, I think it does get tougher down the road. Talk about Andy Reid retiring Mahomes salary goes up. You got to be able to draft well um, and get those pieces in there, which to their credit, they have done so far. Yeah. Um, The, so the, the, I think I definitely think this next four to five years is definitely the window, yeah. um, especially because right now in the AFC you've got Baltimore, um, 
And that's the only, I think Baltimore is the only obvious, like. In competition. Competition. There's some um, other teams in there that can. Like, there's some other teams. I think the Colts could challenge at some point in the next five years. Yeah. Um, maybe I think I mean they beat them last year. Uh, so technically, we won the Super Bowl. But um, the 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 Texans, if they can, if they get a new, if they get like a GM, yeah, then because uh, they've got Deshaun Watson, and that should be enough to be a contender. Um. If the Browns can figure out what they're doing, um, that's something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think I think I think the AFC is really weak over the next few years, um, unless some someone just pops. Yeah. Um, but I think right now is the time for the Chiefs. So I, I'm with you. I think it's I think they get more than one. I don't see how they. I mean, it would. It would be a colossal failure if if Mahomes doesn't get more than two Super Bowls mm-hmm. in this time, um, especially considering twenty of the twenty two starters are coming back this year. Yeah. Um, but I, I I just if I had to put money on it, I think I would say they get three because that'd be three out of twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, I think two of them come really quick. Yeah. And then I give them eight years to, well, and then you think about how old Mahomes is right now at the end of this 10 year deal, he'll be 36. And with the way quarterbacks are playing now, he might have another, another contract and 10 years left in him. So if he has seven or 10 more years after this contract, who I'm, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen between now and then, but you think for his career, he at least ends up with four total. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you said about um, like Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees, how they've only been to one, they've won one. Um, The issue with some of that is like Aaron Rodgers, you look at, I mean, he should have won more than that, but looking at him now when he's ending his career, he has no one there. He's only had one or so wide receiver. He hasn't really had a run game. Defense has always been bad. So, like, they never really built around Rodgers on that one. So, they they did the beginning, but at the end, they've, like, basically gave up, even though he's still, I mean, in my mind. That's true. This this past draft, they drafted, what, two running, back, two running backs, a quarterback, three interior linemen. They didn't like, draft their single. They're not, they're not drafting to – they're drafting to take the ball out of Rogers' hand at this point. Yeah. So, like, basically, they've kind of, in my mind, they've given up. So, there's that on the Rogers side. And then Breeze, if you look at, I mean, Grant, I'm not really big into, like, the refs are against them or something like that. But, like, you go back and look, one play in the last couple um, years at the end of his career, um, you take away – you call the pass interference fault call. They may win. They may lose. We'll never know. Um, if the cornerback, was it the cornerback, makes the tackle on Diggs, game's over, um, mm-hmm. and they're moving on, they could win the Super Bowl. Um, so, that's the, like, it's all a matter of chance. There's a, it's, we're never going to know until it happens. Yeah. But, so, that's the issue with those two, like comparing hit, like this Mahomes contract to that. 
And honestly, Mahomes is about a D four six inches from being two times Super Bowl because he probably beats the Rams that previous year. Um, I just, it's I think it's hard to win. It's it's harder to win in the NFL than other leagues because it's so much more team focused and there's so many more injuries that can happen. Because you can have Mahomes could have a great year, but if Chris Jones and Matthew both go down, that defense isn't going to be able to stop anybody. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, it's you got to have like you got to have the the luck of the health. You got to get some calls from the refs. We all know New England's great at that. Um, it's just, yeah, you got a lot of stuff has to go into winning Super Bowls. But if Mahomes doesn't end up with two or three more in the next 12 years, I think something had to have gone wrong in Kansas City. Because yeah. that's, I think, I think part of it too, you know, Rogers, the, the GM hasn't been great for the past seven years. The, and, Drew Brees, they had the whole bounty gate. His coach got suspended. The, I mean, there's been a lot of stuff that's – and New Orleans hasn't had superior, like, roster control. Those defenses he's had for half of his career were some of the worst in the league, um, worse than league history. Um, uh, but with, with Mahomes, they've, dra- they've shown an ability to draft well. You think – the GM is probably is an A level GM. You got an A plus coach in Andy Reid. So the whole system around Mahomes should be there. Yeah. Um, so I yeah. Um up next, the next contract that came about was um the Browns paid Miles Garrett five years, $125 million extension. Um, This coming off of his six-game suspension for hitting Mason Rudolph in the head with a helmet. Um, The punishment's a little harsh. I don't know if anyone deserves five years in Cleveland, but um, (laughs) – but, but, yeah, Cleveland Cleveland is paying everybody. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, Cleveland wants to win. Uh, we've seen it in all of their sports. They want to win. Um, <laughs> it's just a matter of if they will ever win. Um, they did win. They, they won LeBron. But, I mean, it's LeBron. Uh, <laughs> so, they re- Cleveland really wants to win. So, I obviously – I mean, they drafted him number one. He's played very well. Um, so, like – Looking at all of that, he deserves the five years, the 125, all of it. Um, but as I said, or, well, we said, all right, really it was just me on Twitter, um, replying to someone, like, saying something about their deal. Um, probably could have – I feel like they could have gotten them cheaper. You know, you throw out that uh, – you know, you, you try to take someone's head off with a helmet. I feel like you can at least negotiate, a, a, like, $25 million out out of the contract just because of that but maybe they did maybe they were he wanted 150 and they were like you <laughs> someone's head off so 125 is the answer and he was like yep that's probably right so well i think I on it. i think it might be a case of i think the personnel i mean when it happened everyone had said you know we see him every day this is so out of his character mm-hmm. um 
so maybe it's, maybe it's a situation of them saying, hey, we know who you really are. We understand this is a bad moment. And honestly, you know, he, he had some accusations there of Mason Rudolph. Maybe Cle- maybe the Cleveland office is on his side thinking – They might thinking, be. I mean, I could see them, you know, being like, hey, this guy's never done anything like this before in any sort of way. Mm-hmm. I believe that something happened to oh, trigger yeah. him. And that's why they're not worried about the contract. Um, I heard an interesting point um, because, you know, the Jets don't want to pay Jamal Adams. Um, Cleveland has Baker Mayfield on a rookie deal. Mm -hmm. And they are currently paying 10 people over $10 million because Baker Mayfield's on this rookie deal. They're paying um, Conklin, the, I think he's the, tackle or a yep. guard um he's on the line yeah offensive lineman they're paying odell they're paying jarvis they're paying uh austin hooper they're now paying miles garrett um they're gonna have to pay denzel ward here um a little bit um but they've got like 10 people who are over 10 million dollars um in salary and maybe another offensive lineman but the the um, the Jets have two people. They are C.J. Mosley and Le'Veon Bell are the only two people on that team making more than $10 million a year. Um, and they're saying we don't have the money to sign Jamal Adams, even though the Browns with the same cap mm-hmm. are paying 10 people over $10 million. And let's not forget, the Jets don't even want – well, the Jets might. The coach doesn't want Le'Veon Bell to be on the team either so they're paying nobody um and baker gets paid more than sam darnold because he was drafted ahead of him yep um so it is i mean it's a it's a case study in where do you end up where do you fall this this impacts your legacy it impacts the trajectory of your career like sam darnold do i think he's great no but could he be great in another system, in an organization not as dysfunctional as the Jets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, could – if Baker looks bad now, <laughs> how bad would he look uh, in another system like the Jets? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I shudder at that thought. Um, now, I'll, I, get, I here's the th- I give Baker credit because he's gonna. This is he's going into his third year. Yeah, so he's played two years, and this is gonna be his fourth head coach. <laughs> so I give him credit there. But um, if ba- this is the year Baker proves it, and if Baker doesn't prove it, they're gonna draft someone else and have another five years to be able to work with great surrounding cast. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Jets are terrible. We all know my opinions on them. I don't think anyone wants to go there because they don't want to wear green for the most part. Um, but like you said, it, it all depends. I mean, that's why Lamar's – I mean, not necessarily why Lamar's doing great, but he went to a good team. Patrick Mahomes went to a – I mean, he went to a good team. Alex Smith had a career year the year before Mahomes took over, so they were already good. It's not often that, like, the number one overall pick pans out into an amazing career. Like, we've only seen it a few times for that to actually happen. The rest of the quarterbacks are usually at the end of the round or even four rounds later. So it's not always the hype to be the number one overall pick as a quarterback. But it is nice. Um, 
it just it all matters on where you get you go. I'm also trying to figure out how we're talking about quarterbacks when we're talking about Miles Garrett. Because the Cleveland's paying so many people. Ah, the Cleveland is playing. Yeah. I thought you were going to tell me that Cleveland would be interested in Jamal. And I was like, they should be, but I don't think he'll go there. No, I don't think I don't think they'll be able to swing that. Um, I think that this year, Baker either – not necessarily proves that he's a great quarterback, but, like, he'll have a whole – maybe the whole year with one, with one coach. And they yeah. might show, hey, you know, I am good. I just need consistent – people in my life i mean we all need consistent people in our life when you have a significant person in your life coming in and then leaving and a new person coming in and leaving you're gonna be messed up you're gonna need some therapy um so i think this year i mean in his rookie year he showed flashes of being good being great honestly um so i think someone who believes in him wants him to win and you know actually stays there for a year it could be a really big deal for him Derek, so the last big deal that happened is uh, Derek Henry uh, got a four-year extension with the Titans for fifty million dollars, twenty-five and a half guaranteed. Um, what what did what did you make of this deal? Um, the Titans should have paid him more because he is their team, um, and they run the ball. They run the ball. They run the ball. They run it down your throat. That's what they do. They throw the ball like six times a game, um, which is what confused me about the whole Ryan Tannehill contract, which if I'm Tannehill, I'm celebrating every day of my life from now on. <laughs> uh, but that's their identity. Their identity is the big physical running back. Um, he's their guy. People have said, oh, they'll just draft another Derrick Henry. Um, That'll never happen again because I don't think I've ever seen another human being like Derrick Henry. <laughs> he made Mark Ingram look like a teenager when he was in, in college. When, that, when Henry was in college and Ingram came for like the coin flip or something like that, he made him look like a teenager. It's ridiculous how big and strong this guy is. So I think he deserved more money. Um, I'm also glad that he signed got the money so that you know, he, I mean, 25 is guaranteed. He needs that. He probably played on a weenie contract for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that about most of the running back positions, I think sign that big contract as soon as you can. That's why he was okay with like Zeke holding out, uh, Melvin Horton holding out that failed. But I mean, they take a lot of punishment in those first four years. Mm-hmm. So super. Well, Super happy. Yeah. Well, that's what, so my initial reaction is I thought that's a steal because I thought Derrick Henry is definitely the centerpiece of that team. Yeah. The way they, the way they use their offense. Um, and some of the contracts we've seen handed out, I mean, Zeke got what, six years, 90 some million. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and Todd Gurley's deal. Um I mean, just setting records, and here's Derrick Henry, who's going to get on average twelve and a half million dollars a year. Yeah. Um, and a couple, a couple interesting points though is that uh, so twenty five, so half, basically half of it's guaranteed. So after two years, Derrick Henry will have fulfilled the guaranteed part, mm-hmm. which works for the Titans because then they can decide, you know. Do we want to keep 
going with Derrick Henry or not. And and if he's healthy and stays on the team, he finishes out the rest of that contract. At the end of that contract, I think he's only going to be like 29 or 30, something like that. Um, That sounds about right. And so – and so he could still be lined up to get another deal at the end of that contract. Mm-hmm. Um, the the other thing about it, so while I thought that would be that's pretty cheap for Derrick Henry, the other thing about it was that they had initially franchise tagged Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. and their point for doing that is that they extended Ryan Tannehill because they didn't want to give both of them an extension. Yeah. So they were going to extend Tannehill and tagged in Henry, which everyone at the time said, that makes no sense. You should extend Henry mm-hmm. and tagged Tannehill because he's had one good year. Um, but regardless, they, they extend kind of Tannehill. They give him four years, $118 million. Yeah. Um, and they franchise tag Henry all at the last minute to say, Oh, never mind. Let's just give a big deal to both of them. And now they're tied with Tannehill and Henry um, for the next four years. Um, So I I just – I'm not sure what the Titans' logic here was because the whole reason that they did what they did earlier was so that they wouldn't extend both and then they just changed their mind and did that. so I'm not entirely sure. Like I would have much rather if I'm the Titans, I extend Henry to this deal and then I tag Tannehill and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, I I think that Tannehill did deserve a contract. Like not, not necessarily the big, huge contract, the four years, um, 118, maybe like a two year contract where you like, you pay him a good amount of money. Like he proved, you know, and a couple of the games were like, I, mean, I don't know if the run game was up, but I, I just remember because some people had him on the fantasy teams. Like, he put up good fantasy numbers. He put up good stats. He threw a couple touchdowns each game. And so, so like, he is capable of running a team. Um, so that's why I thought maybe like a two-year contract and you pay him high and then after that you assess it. Um, but I fully thought that they should have just give Henry the contract right out the gate. Like, just like, here's the money, dude you've earned it keep running hard um but i just don't i just don't get the the, the offense is so centric around derrick henry yeah i feel like Tannehill is a pretty i mean obviously all nfl quarterbacks are great but yes. Tannehill is an average nfl quarterback yeah. i would um, agree with that he's so he one time could have been great but he's gotten hurt so many times that now he's he, he his ceiling's average now so if you tag Tannehill and in a year, you see where you are, how it goes this year, mm-hmm. and then you can decide, okay, do we want to extend him? Did he do really well this year? Or let's go find, let's go draft somebody because draft as long as we have average play, Derrick Henry can make up for it. Yeah. Based on the way the system runs. And you got two great young receivers there too. I mean, honestly, as a Colts fan, I'm so happy that they did this because they're locked if, in. Because they're locked in on Tannehill, and I know that means that they where their ceiling is. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, 
I would love to say Tannehill can be amazing because I the Dolphins drafted him. I was super excited with him for quite a few years, um, but he's average. He's not going to go and take the game and put it into his hands and be like, I'm going to win this game. It's going to be, here you go, Derek Henry. Well, I'm going to give the ball. And even last year, there was just certain spots. Like, the, he was never a featured piece. It was like, yeah. okay, we need to throw, go ahead. Yeah. But the go-to was always to give it to Henry. Yeah. I, I, the, I, the four years never – I mean, it never made sense. It doesn't make sense even now because um, Ryan Taylor Hill is average. Um, they drafted A.J. Brown, who is – People are really excited about him, and I'm AJ like, AJ Brown and Corey Davis are their two really man, promising. Corey Davis hasn't done anything. Oh, he has, but he hasn't done what they want him to do. AJ Brown is doing what they wanted him to do, and I mean, you think about it, like there's some good quarterbacks that are going to be on the market sometime soon, and why would you lock into a quarterback who's average in the the prime of his career? Um, that doesn't make sense to me, but I'm not a GM. <laughs> I'll never be a GM. I understand that. It's okay. I don't want to be a GM. GM. I just want to cheer for teams and critique them. <laughs> well, we got – those are all the deals that happened. We had one deal that didn't, um, and, that's, and that's the deal that I'm tired of talking about, and that's Dak Prescott. Um, Casey, were you surprised that they didn't reach a long-term deal by the deadline? No. I'm not at all surprised. I mean, they signed Andy Dalton, and in my mind, that's a, Dak, you better prove you're a good quarterback or else we're going to put Andy Dalton in there and do the exact same thing, and you're not going to get paid. So I don't know if that was the mindset with signing Andy Dalton, was to, you know, just – prove to us that you deserve the money or that you're a good quarterback or if that was just a hey Andy Dalton's out there let's sign him but I wasn't surprised at all I didn't think he needed that kind of money Hmm. um well I mean he may need that kind of money but I don't think he should get paid that kind of money yeah I mean I wasn't surprised it didn't get done because I feel like right now it's the, the Cowboys. I mean, he already signed the franchise tax. So there's no threat of him doing like sitting out or anything. The, yeah. All the leverage sat with the Cowboys. And honestly, there's no reason for the Cowboys to give Dak that kind of deal. Um, I think this might ultimately be a call that new head coach Mike McCarthy makes. They say, hey, you're signing with a franchise tag. You get one year with McCarthy. At the end of the year, we go to McCarthy and we say, hey, do you think you can win with Dak or do you think we need to find someone else? And depending on what McCarthy says, that's probably what they're going to do. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I wasn't shocked at all the deal didn't get done. I'm just, I, I just wish it would have so that we can stop talking about Dak and his <laughs> deals. Um, but as someone who likes to – someone who wants the Cowboys to lose, this is – I would I really would have rather them given him the deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the NFL unveils a mouth shield. There's an Oakley mouth shield that's designed to 
slow the spread of the coronavirus on the field. It goes over the face mask and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, the league's looking into all different things to. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so we mentioned it earlier. Washington's working on their name change, but in the midst of their name change, they had a rather large hiccup come along. Um, large. Large. So, and this was an interesting situation because normally a story comes out and then we react to it. But in this case, about five days before the story came out, there were murmurs and rumors and buzz around the team. Uh, two executives were fired. The play-by-play guy stepped down to retire out of the blue. Um, lot, lots of speculation on what was going on. All of a sudden, you start hearing things like, there is a huge thing that is about to happen to Washington. It's bad news. Mm-hmm. Um, the league might not be ready to handle it. Um, like it's a massive, like this is when it comes out, it's going to be distur- like the quote was disturbing and sickening is the news. And this got, this was like five days. Um, and then we hear, so Thursday or Friday is when this Washington post article they're waiting. It's coming from the Washington post. We have to wait for this article to be released. I mean, it's the first time I've ever seen so many people like, we know it's bad, but we don't know what it is. Um, and we just have to wait for the Washington Post to tell us. Um, and, uh, I mean, Washington, before it came out, they hired, they hired these really, like, prominent attorneys that have handled, like, top-of-the-world cases, um, everything. So the story finally comes out, and basically what has happened is – um, Washington is facing sexual misconduct allegations. There were 15 women who worked for the Washington franchise uh, that alleged sexual harassment by former team employees. Um, the NFL issued statement on allegations of se- sexual harassment by um, the employees calling the reports serious and disturbing. And Dan Snyder uh, released a statement saying that the alleged harassment has no place um, in the franchise of society and commits to full unbiased investigation. I mean, the big thing here is basically going to be who knew about it, um, what, what was being permitted, what was not, you know, what was unknown. Um, basically, based on some of the allegations, some of the women are saying there is no way that Dan Snyder could not have known about it mm-hmm. based on um, everything. Now, Obviously, this is terrible, but I'm going to be honest. When this story dropped, it was almost like I felt like it wasn't as bad as what it had been made out to be. I'm going to pull up some of the rumors here because some of the rumors, things that were getting reported, this was going to be like the worst thing that had ever happened in sports. Like, the, I mean, the rumors were outrageous. And I remember listening to Pat McAfee's show on the Thursday before it came out. And uh, he said, you know, I just got a text. And if 80% of this is true, 
this is going to be a bombshell. Like this is, this is insane. And what ended up happening was about 80% of it wasn't true. (laughs) And so, but here are some of the, here are some of the rumors. So, um, the, the rumors going around was that the article was going to allege that Dan Snyder abused drugs and alcohol. There was going to be the on-field stuff of Dan Snyder paying off refs. Some refs have made $2 million from him and that he's not the only team owner paying off refs. So then that was going to be a whole league issue of like tampering and rules. Honestly, I think it was Adam Schefter said that he talked to a source and he says, hey, if we were paying off refs, we want our money back because the Redskins still stunk real bad. Um Let's see what else we got. Snyder and former uh, Snyder and former coach Jay Gruden uh, pimped out cheerleaders to season ticket holders while holding their passports from them in a foreign country. Um, Jay Gruden and then running back Capri Bibbs were sleeping with the same woman when Jay found out he got petty and benched him. And during that game when he was on the bench. Uh, his replacement missed a block that resulted in Alex Smith's broken leg, who hasn't been able to play <laughs> since that happened. The Snyder and Gruden would hold sex parties with rampant drug usage and some sexual assaults. And Snyder held nude photo shoots with the Redskins cheerleaders. Um, lawyers already involved in possibly the FBI. I mean, these are the rumors going around. And honestly, now that I'm looking at it, I'm thinking – did the did the team leak out these rumors because now this doesn't seem as bad as what was going to come out <laughs> yeah because because honestly it's terrible like i don't want that to get missed this is awful never should happen um but in the midst of those rumors and in the midst of this culture where it's like every other week we get a sexual misconduct allegation against someone. Um, I mean, we're almost desensitized to it. Um, so after reading those rumors, getting this was almost tame. Um, and now, I, and now as I'm saying it, I wonder if the team, that was the team's strategy <laughs> because someone leaking, someone's leaking the stories. Oh Yeah. The, the stories don't get leaked by people who don't want it to be leaked. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what what did you make of the whole? This is crazy situation. Well, um, I found out about all of this stuff two hours before it dropped. Because um, yeah. an you, hour, it came out at five twenty eight. Yeah, I thought the article came out at six thirty. Whatever, we'll debate that. I found out about it at six thirty. I was looking for it, but it came out at five thirty. Got it. Um, but I didn't know about it really until it was happening. Um, so you told me all the allegations at the time and all that was being said, and I was convinced at the time like the Redskins are not going to be an organization anymore. They're just not going to exist. They're going to cut them thought that this might be what gets dan snyder out as the owner yeah at um, least it's over like snyder's done uh i truly believe that the entire team was just gonna be erased from football and they were just gonna have odd number of teams um but when it came out i mean i was still i mean i didn't like it i hated it it was dumb 
I wish it hadn't happened. Um, but I'm thankful it wasn't what the allegations were because oh. was that that's even that's so much worse than what it was. But any part of that scale is just terrible. So yeah, <laughs> I I still think even if you know they Redskins or Washington, whatever. I need them to have a new name so that I can call them by that name. <laughs> um, Washington, if even if they're the ones that leaked it, I still think, you know, it's going to be really hard for Dan Snyder to, to keep this team. I, I truly think that he's going to have to end up selling it and he's just going to lose out. See, that's what, you know, the next day Pat McAfee was reacting and he said, if the rumors were true, that would have that would have been leaning towards Snyder getting out, but at th- but with this, this might not be enough to get Snyder out. The interesting thing in all of it is that you know every you know the the executives were fired. The one guy stepped down. Minority owners were trying to sell their shares, which is something like the NFL never loses money. Like it's like the team value always like every couple years, the value of these teams double or something. Yeah. It's like people don't try. If someone has an ownership in the league, they don't try and get rid of it. <laughs> um, and so with all this stuff, it was like, this has to be massive. Yeah. Um, and so that's, I think part of where all the rumors start coming from is they're like, this has to be the biggest thing to ever happen because this has been hyped up for almost a week. Um, and, and so again, either way, it's awful. Um, yeah, terrible. But the, the, I mean, Washington's just in a bunch of trouble right now. Yeah. Poor. I feel bad for Dwayne Haskins and Chase Young and Ron Rivera, who, it's the second year for Haskins. It's the rookie year for Young. And it's the first year there as the head coach for Rivera. And they've been thrown into this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you think they have a lot of the people, like even just the free agents. I mean, they didn't sign a ton of people, but like they signed there. They're just like yeah, Landon Collins. Yeah. So like some of these guys may have known about what was going on. Maybe they didn't know about it. I mean, maybe the guy who's been there for, 10 years in his whole career actually didn't know about it because he just yeah he's like me and is oblivious <laughs> um, but you feel bad for the guy people who just you know are good human beings and treat people right and then they're now associated with this yeah. horrible horrible thing yeah so no wonder Trent Williams wanted out <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense. Yeah. Full circle ish. <laughs> um so moving on. Uh there are a couple stars that joined there's a bid to buy the New York Mets. Um J Lo and A-Rod, mm-hmm. I guess, started heading this up, and Travis Kelsey of the Chiefs and former Bear Brian Erlacher, Hall of Famer, have have joined them in their bid for the Mets. Sounds like fun. I mean, <laughs> Derek Jeter owns uh, a team, so A Rod's probably like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. What team does Jeter own? Uh, the Marlins. They're the they're the worst team in the league, probably. But he still owns them. 
That's probably they're cheap. Exactly. I thought he might have been gifted the Yankees. Oh no. Because <laughs> he deserves that. He he ah I don't think anyone's gonna gift away the Yankees like that. <laughs> um even the kids of the owner is just like, mm, are we gonna get it? Like <laughs> He may write it out with someone else. He may not like us enough. <laughs> so um, here's a little fun. So this past week, the the rank the ratings for Madden came out for this next year. So that's been a topic of conversation for everybody. Um, there are five players in the 99 overall club. Um and those players are Stephon Gilmore of the Patriots, uh, Michael Thomas of the Saints, Aaron Donald, which I think this is his second year being in the 99 club, second straight year. Yeah, second straight um, year. Sec- second straight year of uh, Aaron Donald, the defensive end for the Rams. You have Christian McCaffrey of the Panthers, and then you have Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs are all in the 99 club. Um but I don't know if you've pulled up this list here, um, Casey. But uh, I'm looking at all of the ratings for all of the players in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I mean, what ha, did any ratings come out that you were surprised by or um, think should be higher or lower? Um, what was – Lamar's rating, just a Lamar. Let me pull it up here. Lamar. I believe this is the one that I got that I just think is ridiculous. Lamar is a ninety-four. Uh, yep, that's what I thought. So, his, his speed and acceleration are both a ninety-six. Yeah. Um, what I think is absolutely ridiculous, and that someone at Madden needs to have either themselves checked out or they need to have a new job because Rob Gronkowski who didn't play last year is a 95 overall and you're telling Uh, me that Lamar Jackson is a lower rated player overall than Rob Gronkowski who didn't play last year like I get Rob Gronkowski's great he's a hall of famer he's arguably the best tight end to play the game but if you don't play for a year, you shouldn't be rated above the like player of the one of the players of the year. Like he was in the arg- argument for MVP. So that's the one that really makes me mad. Uh, I just don't like it. And part of it's because Gronkowski is a Patriot, no matter what team he plays for. Uh, <laughs> so that one was the big one. Uh, Deshaun Watson's an eighty-six, which is. Insulting, uh, which is low. Um, there, he should be like a somewhere in the nineties with like an asterisk next to it, like a minus ten because of uh, Bill O'Brien. Like I understand that. <laughs> like the, the little asterisk next to that saying because of O'Brien, I understand that. Um, then obviously everybody's there. There's people who are mad about all the rate, like certain ratings, because they think they're better than that, but. Madden tries its best. I just think sometimes they're really dumb. No, I think I think one player. I forget. It might have been Matthew, but the um, 
there was a mad one of the Madden Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, "Come on, man! Like we we adjust them throughout the season. Like we're taking in thousands of stuff. Like so, some are not going to be right." Mm-hmm. And as and I think it was Matthew, but I'm not I'm not positive. But the player responded, it "Was like, hey man, we're all just playing. Like we love the game. Like we're not. Yeah. <laughs> like we all think we should be 99s. That's oh, not cool. like a." <laughs> Now something I something that stood out um, here. So one thing that stood out to me was the quarterback speed ratings. Yeah. So L- Lamar's a ninety six, Kyler Murray's a ninety one, uh, Taysom Hill's a ninety, Marcus Mariota's an eighty eight, and Tyrod Taylor's an eighty seven. That's not a name I expected in that. Where's Russell Wilson? He's elusive. I don't know if he's super fast. Stop it. I mean, I have, I don't watch Seattle play. I'm looking at his ratings right now. He's an 86 speed. He's a 97 overall um, with a 90 acceleration. But the I just – to not have Russell Wilson as a top five running quarterback. Yeah. Like in speed, I don't know. Um, another thing, uh, again, Rob Gronkowski uh, – I like I know he was coming off of being a 99 and there are different things like Aaron Donald's going to be a 99 because I know from creating players on Madden certain traits at certain positions just way more. Yeah. So like Aaron Donald is 99 strength which automatically is going to give him a base of like 75. Yeah. Um or 80 at the defensive end position. <laughs> um yeah. so the so like with Gronk, his ratings might ne- – like a tight end is very easy to get a high rating because the the cert- there doesn't have to be a certain like – you don't have to have a bunch of like amazing ratings to get a high rating as a tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, one that stood out is Aaron Rodgers is an 89, and there are a lot of people who were like, are you kidding me with that one? Um yeah. Here are here are the top quarterbacks. Um, Patrick Mahomes is a ninety nine. Russell Wilson's a ninety seven. Lamar Jackson's a ninety four. Drew Brees is a ninety three. Tom Brady's a ninety. Aaron Rodgers is an eighty nine. Matt Ryan's an eighty seven. Deshaun Watson's an eighty six. Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz are both 84s, which that also, we know Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah. He might be more injury prone, but that doesn't affect a Madden rating. But we know Carson Wentz is better. And we know Deshaun Watson is one of the top five quarterbacks in the league, probably. Oh, yeah. We certainly know Brady's not. No. <laughs> no, I don't think Brady should be in the nineties. He should be in the eighty. He should be at the eighty-five range. Yeah, eighty-five, eighty-six. Basically, you just trade Watson with him and Watson. Like that's. Well, I do think Rodgers is low at eighty-nine. Given, I I don't think people realize the Packers were in the NFC Championship game and were thirteen and three. Yeah, like I really remember that. Like no one is remembers that when they talk about the Packers they talk about them like 
they're looking towards the future, which I mean, the draft is probably why, but they're, yeah. they're talking about them like they were a team of yesteryear. They were a game away from the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did see um, the Colts ratings because I like to pay attention to what people are saying about the Colts. Um, so you have, let me see, I'm trying to pull it up here. So Quentin Nelson's the highest rated. He's a 94, which is the same as last year, I believe. Um, and then DeForest Buckner and T.Y. are both 87s. Um, then you have Anthony Costanzo as an 85. Darius Leonard's an 85. Darius Leonard continues to be disrespected by Madden because he came out last year and he was like an 83 and we were all like, he led the league in tackles by 40. Yeah. And now he's an 85 after another great season. I don't understand this. The guy is a machine. He does everything for that defense. And he's rated like he's a middle-of-the-pack linebacker. Um, Justin, to put it, Justin Houston is also an 85. And he doesn't have near the impact on that defense that no. Darius Leonard has. Not at all. Um, Marlon Mack is an 85. Ryan Kelly is an 85. Um, and then that ends the first page. Um, and again, you have Costanzo – and Nelson is a 94, Costanzo's an 85, Kelly's an, an 85. Um, and this is for a team that arguably has the best offensive line in the league. And they're largely, I mean, the right tackle is an 82. <laughs> and the, I think last year, I'm trying to see if I can find it real quick, but last year our right guard was like a 73. Yeah, uh, I still haven't found him. He wasn't rated. Still looking. Still looking. Um, 73 is our right yard, and this is one of the best offensive lines in the league. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Xavier Rhodes is a 74, who is like our big time corner that we just signed. Yeah. I mean, he dropped off a lot, but still, I thought he's an 80. For the, the rookie ratings, Jonathan Taylor comes in as a 73, um, which is not great for a running back in this game. No. Um, and I think Pittman is a 70, if I'm remembering right. 71 is what Michael Pittman Jr. is, um, which makes him like the fourth or fifth wide receiver on the team behind like Paris Campbell and Zach Pascal and T.Y. Um, yeah, I mean, the – I mean, the ratings are out. Everyone, I mean, what, what, um, I mean, what do you look for, like, 
when the Madden ratings come out, Casey? I'll look to see who's 99. And I usually agree with that. And then I look to see who they snubbed out of the 99. Yeah. Um, I've got one. I've got some of those. And then, then I just look at, you know, players that I really like just to see what they think they were like. I don't know. Most of the running backs, I just look at, see how good they are, so that when I do play, I can figure out who I want, who's <laughs> young, who can go up in ratings. Yeah. That. So I have a beef with one of the ninety nines. With one of the ninety nine? Yeah. So they're again, they're Aaron Donald, Christian McCaffrey, Michael Thomas, Patrick Mahomes, and Stephon Gilmore. Okay. Who would you guess my beef is with? I. I would assume Gilmore. No. Who do you have a beef with? Well, you got four more guesses. I already forgot who my four options are. You got Donald, McCaffrey, Thomas, and Mahomes. I don't know, dude. I, I Those four I would have put in the 99. Well, I got an issue with McCaffrey. Why? Because 99, you look at the running – like the next closest running back is a 94. Yeah. It's and historically, like Christian McCaffrey is not a 99 overall running back. He can run and he can catch, but that doesn't make you an automatic 99. If he was a 96, I'd give it to him. Not a, I mean after what he did last year and to this year come or like well, last year, 2 years ago and then this year, like that He's he's a 99. I mean, he's the running back I want on my team. He can do it all. Because, like, he's not just Derrick Henry who grounds and pounds it through to people. He can do that. Maybe not as well, but he still does it. But he can also go out there and catch anything out there. He's the best wide receiver on the team, no matter what anybody says. Um, so he, he just just because you don't have wide receivers doesn't mean that's a good argument. <laughs> I still put him above a lot of wide receivers. Like, I he's that good of a receiver. The next closest is a 93, and it's Derrick Henry. That surprises me. Then Zeke is a 92. Yeah, I, Zeke should be higher. Zeke should then, be above Henry. Just wait. Then Chubb is a 92. That's weird. Then Dalvin Cook is a 91. Saquon Barkley, I just got to, and he's a 91. Yeah. Um, Saquon Barkley's arguably the best running back in the league, and he's sixth according to Madden ratings. Yeah, I agree with that. He, I think he's one, two, three depending on how you really want to discuss it um if you're looking for the total package or if you're looking for just the standard running back package or what kind of package you want um i i think he should have been the number two running back in my mind it goes he's a 95 easy oh easy all day I was like, um, in my mind it goes mccaffrey uh barkley and then zeke and that's that's my order of course Someone else disagrees, but that's and then and then you have a bit of surprise. You have Aaron Jones at a ninety, and then you have Joe Mixon 
at an 89. And then you have Alvin Kamara at an 88, who plays a very similar role to McCaffrey. He does. Um, So, I'm trying to think who you listed. Mixon and Jones. Okay. Aaron Jones is weird because his is a one-time, like, yeah, last couple years he's averaged like five yards a carry, but this was the only year that he's proven, man, I'm a good running back. So, like, I get, like, putting him up. I mean, you rate him year-to-year basis. Yeah. I mean, I get putting him high this year, um, but, like, uh, it's it's weird. I don't – Madden will never get it right. Someone's always going to be mad. Um, Joe Mixon's better than you think he is. Um, no, he's not. I had him on my fantasy team. <laughs> look at the team. Joe Mixon is much better running back than he portrays because he, he plays for a garbage team. Um, their first round draft pick that they had as an offensive lineman last year missed the entire season before he even got there. So they had that already working against him. Then I think they lost two or three linemen as well. So like, they were already off to a bad start, and Mixon had a couple games there where, like, he proved pretty good. Um, and then Kamara, the thing that hurt Kamara was this is the year that he was going to be able to prove that he he's, is, he's the top back, he's the greatest, and all that. And he kind of he he kind of he failed. I mean, yeah. he didn't massively fail, but like. He didn't prove that, oh, I can be Christian McCaffrey and catch, run, do everything. I think he really missed Mark Ingram. I think he really missed Mark Ingram. Um, and Mark Ingram said, I'm okay. I, hey, I'm running with four running backs over here, said Mark Ingram. <laughs> I'm running, running with the Heismans. <laughs> um, here's an interesting – Kareem Hunt's in 87. So Kareem, uh, no, I know, but the Browns have a 92 in Chubb and an 87 in Hunt. <laughs> and then they have Austin Eckler and Todd Gurley both ahead of Marlon Mack. Um, I get Austin Eckler. What? Austin Eckler was really good last year. And as you said, Bo, it's a year-to-year basis. Um, but Todd Gurley with his whole injuries, like, I it's hard to rate where he is because there could be games where he is a 99 and there's games where he's a 62. Yeah. Um, let's see if there's anyone shocking down here. Um, nope. Um, let me go over to – there are some – I have a one of my beefs is in the wide receiver category because DeAndre Hopkins is a 98. Yeah. And he should be a 99. He was a 99 last year. Yeah, I agree. Um, Julio's a 97. Tyreek Hill's a 96. Devontae Adams is a 94. Amari Cooper is a 93. Uh, Mike Evans is a 92. Stephon Diggs is a 92. 
Keenan Allen's a 91, Odell's a 91, Adam Thielen's a 90, which I thought Adam Thielen would be ahead of Diggs. Um, I personally just I disagree. I think Diggs is better. Um, not that Thielen's not good. Allen Rob. Oh, yeah. sorry. I just thought Diggs, Diggs has more to offer for a team. Than yeah. Uh, Allen Robinson's an 89. So is Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup exploded last year. Cooper Cup always explodes. I mean, he – it's Jared Goff's favorite target. I don't – like, you can look at the year, I mean, with Cooks, uh, Woods, and Cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cup, there we go. Um, and you look at it, Cooper Cup had the most receptions and the most yards, it felt like, and his, he just runs into the middle of the field and catches and goes. It doesn't matter because he knows he has deep threats. And then they lost Cooks. No, they didn't lose Cooks. They had Cooks last year. They've traded well, Cooks. Uh, yeah, they have traded him now. But he Cooper Cup is Jared Goff's favorite target. And I think that the Rams are still going to be fairly good this year just because they have Cooper Cup and Jared Goff because they're – that's like the Brady Edelman connection of the Rams. Yeah. Because they just they click, they go hand in hand together, they're really good together. They prove it time and time again. Uh AJ Green's an eighty eight, and so is Chris Godwin. Godwin's is low. I feel like that's pretty generous for AJ Green. Oh, really? Just because he didn't play last year. Um Julian Edelman's an 87, which means that he is the same rank as T.Y. Hilton and Emmanuel Sanders. Um, I think he's with them. Um, I, I would take either one of them. I, mean, over I, him. I would take either one over him because they offer more, but Looking at the year-to-year basis. Looking just at the rankings, he is the slowest <laughs> oh, yeah. and the think, least agile. <laughs> I think next year is going to be the year where it, like, shows how much Tom Brady did for him. Like, and the least catching. <laughs> um, one name I haven't mentioned yet. Is an 86, and it's Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, he had a horrible year last year. <laughs> uh, he was hurt. He had no quarterback. <laughs> it was horrible, horrible. Um, he still has to prove that he's a number one wide receiver because he's still – I mean, he's a good wide receiver. He just, we just don't know if he can be the guy yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Kittle and Travis Kelsey are a 98 and a 97. I like it. It's going to make it really hard for me to get George Kittle now. And it's amazing to me, Eric Ebron is an 84, and he's not a great blocker, and he can't catch. So how is he ranked that high? (laughs) Maybe he has beautiful route running. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Jack Doyle and Trey Burton got an 81 and an 80 for the Colts. Um, let's see. There was one more. 
position group I was going to take a look at. Um, let's see. Jalen Ramsey dropped down to a 94. Um, and Richard Sherman, J.R. Alexander, Jadavius White, Casey Hayward, Marlon Humphrey, Byron Jones, Darius Slate, Patrick Peterson, Chris Harris take out the rest of the top of the corners. Um, there was one, I forget who it was now. Let me just throw up the overalls. Um, Bobby Wagner's a 98. J.J. Watts a 98, which is proof that injuries don't play a factor in this rating. Yep. <laughs> um, Cleo Max a 97. Vaughn Miller is also a 97. Cam Jordan's a 96. But, yeah. I I enjoyed Madden 20, so I'm interested to see what they do in Madden 21 that's different. Um, so I'm very interested in it because it's probably the one that I buy and then I'll play it for four years and then buy another one. What's the one you currently have? 18? Eight, I liked 18. I think I have 18. I had 18. I'm on the cover of 18. Brady? Yeah, I have 18. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have 18 then. I think I think we got 18 because when I got my Xbox, I bought it because it was like 20 bucks. Yeah. Well, I bought it in general, but uh, I think it was because I got an Xbox just a little bit before you. Okay. So, moving on. Tyreek Hill got mossed by a high schooler. I don't know if you saw this video. I, 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 this is one video I actually did see. <laughs> um, I mean, it just shows we can all get schooled. doesn't matter how good you are. Athletes playing with high schoolers is a lose-lose because if they do something great, it's going to be like, dude, you're playing with high schoolers. And if they get they, beat, it's like, dude, you're playing with high schoolers. Lose-lose yeah. <laughs> situation. Maybe the kid made a great catch. He did. Uh, Tyreek Hill. My, I just want to know how he got behind Tyreek Hill. <laughs> well, Tyreek Hill had to back, like, do the bag. I like, don't care. <laughs> Man, he doesn't do that every day. He doesn't know how to do it. He might have done like four sets when he should. Tyreek Hill can beat me running backwards. I don't like the. the, the <laughs> he can beat me on his hands. <laughs> uh, Odell put the blonde back in his hair. Last year, he got rid of the blonde, and this year it's back, saying, quote, For me, this year I'm trying to kill. That's why the blonde is back. I like it. I mean, I love what, it. I, that's what I associate Odell with is the, the blonde little, I'm not sure what kind of hair like style that is. Little <laughs> tips. Kind I like a mohawk. Yeah. A little bit of mohawk. I like it. It's just like, he was the only guy really in the NFL who did it. I mean, I think there's a couple now. He is the only guy in the NFL who had a brand individually. Yeah. 
Um, I like. It. I'm excited for it. Um, I hope Baker figures his figures it out. out. Maybe becomes an average quarterback and just starts chucking downfield to OBJ. I love Odell. Big fan of him. Big fan. I want to see him do well. Um, I see him on the Colts. Would love to see him on the Colts. Not gonna happen, but I would love to see it. Yeah, um, the NFL Players Association and the NFL have been going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, trying to figure out what they are doing to be able to have a season. Um, a lot of people at this point are saying, you know, the NFL, you guys had the most time to figure out a plan. And here we are, like the rookies are starting to report and you still don't have a plan. Um, I did see one person say, in their defense, most other countries have gotten to the other side of this. We have not been able to manage it well. <laughs> so maybe the NFL assumed that we wouldn't be the worst. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but here we are. Um, They're negotiating terms for a return to work. There's requests for opt-out clauses for at-risk players and conditional stipends. Um, there's strict traveling guidelines, mask wearing in facilities. Um, the, the players on, uh, Sunday took to social media with the hashtag, we want to play, um, to declare, um, that the league trusts the medical experts that they hired and that they want to make the game safe for players. Um, this, this is a scenario they were talking today where it's like, this might be a case where, the the players oftentimes end up with the short end of these altercations because everyone just says you're a bunch of babies you're professional mm-hmm. athletes and i think this is a this was a stand by the players i mean jj watt has almost been <laughs> jj watt on twitter has been like here is what we know right now here is what we know right now now we know this like he wants to make it perfectly clear so he's a big part of this campaign but this we want to play is the players saying, we want to play. We just want it to be safe and for the league to do the right thing by the players. Yeah. So in a way, this is a, a bit of a PR move as well to say, if we don't play, this isn't our fault. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, they agreed to daily testing for the first two weeks of training camp. Uh, they offered to play zero. There's going to be no preseason games. Thank God. Um, yeah. Um, the NFL is planning to allow social justice decals on helmets, which is an unexpected move because the NFL usually doesn't allow anything. Yeah. Um, that's cool. I mean, we all know last year when Odell had to go in the locker room at halftime to change his shoes because the ref was going to find him or something, yeah. um, or not allow him to play. And the NFL also proposed an 80-man training camp roster instead of 90. Um, and it confirmed that wearing masks will be mandatory for fans if fans are allowed in stadiums this season. That's understandable to me, man. Yeah. We just, we just got the – Indiana just passed down the ruling today that the mask mandate's going to start next week. Mm-hmm. And I went on – Facebook, not to see the reaction. I went on Facebook because I needed links to stuff. I, I, I was going on the Sports Shenanigans page. I was going on the Hunter and Bo Show page. I needed links to stuff. I was get, gathering stuff. Uh, but I couldn't miss it. I get on Facebook, and my page exploded 
with all these people saying we no longer live in a free country like this is the all oh, this is the government da, 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 da. and all i could think of was that meme of ryan in the office where he says this is the hardest thing I, like in regards to wearing masks says this is the hardest thing i've ever had to do in my life and then he says i haven't had a very hard life like the <laughs> like like if we want to talk about oppression asking us to wear masks isn't what that is um <laughs> i mean i am very adamant that i hate masks i really do hate them but i'll wear it if i go out i mean i wear it at work it's annoying when i'm by myself i usually don't have it on but occasionally i do because i'm inside a building but i'm supposed to have a mask on and someone could pop up i don't know but i mean just wear it to protect other people honest honestly that's my whole thing is like i'm not a fan of the mask i'm not sure i buy that it does much yeah um but what do, what does the mask do in a public space it makes other people who are nervous feel more comfortable exactly and so what do I do? I wear the mask because it makes other people feel better about what they're going through. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a tough time and it's not that much to ask that people wear a mask. Um, it, I mean, it's just kind of a common courtesy thing at this point, which I know I saw there's some like movement against that, but the, <laughs> Like, like there's a movement against common courtesy being stated as what this is, but the, I mean, it's just, it's just, that's, that's my whole take on it. I'm like, if, if, I, if I'm in a room full of people who aren't wearing masks, I probably aren't going to wear a mask. Um, I mean, depending but, on which, depending on who's in the room. Yeah. Depending on what's going on. But so if my I boss mean, is in the room and no one's wearing a mask, I'm going to put a mask on because I'm going to look good. Yeah. But the, the, <laughs> I mean, honestly, my face is my money maker. This has been one of the hardest seasons of life. Um, <laughs> like they were telling me to cover up my income. Um, <laughs> in all seriousness, I don't get, I just, just where the stupid thing going on where, for the 10 minutes you're in a store, take it off when you go outside. It'll be fine. And if I see one more person talking about how they're not in a free country because we've been asked to wear a stupid mask. Okay. Here's, here's the issue with that. To go into a store, you have to wear shoes and a shirt. Thank you. Like, like the people who sit here and argue with the business owners, the business owners have a right to not serve you. That's the whole point of the business. <laughs> they can choose who to help. Yeah. So no shoes. No shirt, no mask, no business. <laughs> I, I get it. They're going to get rid of it eventually when we figure out how to stop this. But till then, just... Just do it, like Nike. I did see a funny post from our correspondent, Colin Houston, um, <laughs> that said, uh, you know, in the statement, it says, if there's an exception, if you're doing strenuous physical activity, you don't need to wear the mask. Um, and Colin was simply asking, can we define what strenuous means? Because for five months, all I've done is go from my couch to my fridge. Everything I do is strenuous at this point. 
<laughs> oh man. Uh. <laughs> um. So moving on. Um. <laughs> The Texans' Kenny Stills is charged with intimidating a participant in legal process after Breonna Taylor protests at AG's Kentucky home. So, Kenny Stills is very adamant about, like, protesting and not even just for the, like, what's been happening less of lately. He's been doing it for years, um, protesting, giving back to his community, community and doing all that, which is great. Um, the thing that is just it's kind of dumb is they were protesting and what i think and i could be wrong someone tell me if i'm wrong i'm allowed to be wrong i'm i'm human but what i believe i read was they were protesting um a big group of them were outside of a governor's house and i mean like they were like on his lawn basically which okay that's that's trespassing if he doesn't want you there that is trespassing and when they were asked to leave i believe they did not leave and at that point that is a crime so i'm like bro just walk across the street stand in the neighbor's yard i'm sure they're gonna be fine with it like you can still protest just walk 10 steps to the left or right or something like that so that's where he i think him and i think it was like 85 other people went wrong it's like it's not about i mean Yes, you need to protest. I, you do need to protest about it. Um, but when you're trespassing on someone's property, like just, and they've asked you to leave, like just go across the street. Do what the news did when they wouldn't, when the school wouldn't let them in, and just park across the street from the school and get students as they come out. Exactly. Like, <laughs> just go across the street. You're still going to make the same exact statement you may not be able to put your sign against his window, but he'll still see it. Every time he walks by, he'll see you out there. And so it's making a deal. So I hope, I mean, they've released him from, I mean, he was in jail for like a day, I think, or maybe yeah. the night, but keep going back out and protesting. You should just, if someone asks you to leave their property, go across the street and protest over there. Yeah. I I, I mean, there there's it's tough because i get the frustration and so like and so like you're you're out there protesting and you just want people to listen and when you're just and you just want to feel like they are um and so i get the frustration um it's just i don't know it's it's tough there's no right way to protest that's why it's a protest (laughs) and so it's 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 a it's a it's a fine line yeah um i feel like if i were like one of the like officers who's called on that scene i would like i I wouldn't i mean i would recognize kenny stills but that's because he played for the dolphins and i know who he is but like (laughs) you might not recognize who kenny stills is and just go i mean just go guys just go across the street like i i if you keep staying here, I'm going to have to arrest you. I don't want to. I want you to protest, but I need you to go across the street. Yeah. Well, so, and part of that, though, as far as recognizing Kenneth Stills, is you shouldn't have to recognize who well, yeah. a person is to just, like, be cool. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> be cool, but, like, as 
just be cool, man. Just go up <laughs> like, hey, go across the street. That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, I'll maybe. There with you. Got to be a little more forceful than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you got so 72 players have tested positive as of July 10th for the coronavirus in the NFL. Um, the list of franchise tag players are Dak Prescott, AJ Green, Justin Simmons in Denver, Yannick Ngaku, uh, and Jacksonville, who is, I think he's the one who's been wanting to trade. Um, Joe Thurney in New England, Brandon Scherf in Washington, Hunter Henry, uh, Bud Dupree in Pittsburgh, Leonard Williams in the, in the Giants, Anthony Harris in Minnesota, Matthew Judon in Baltimore, and Shaquille Barrett in Tampa Bay. Um, EA is going to remove Washington's former team name and logo from Madden 21. Uh, Lamar Jackson had his wisdom teeth removed. Oh, that's fun. And is on a liquid diet currently. That's happening. <laughs> um, Chris Ballard, the GM for the Indianapolis Colts, was named the most trusted executive and best talent evaluator by NFL agents. Huh. I like that. I like knowing that. I like, I like not having Ryan Grigson and feeling like I have a good, competent, top-of-the-league GM. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at that time, we would have been happy with a mid. Uh, I've been happy with a ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Terrell Owens oh, man. clocked a 4-4-40. He's currently 46 years old, and he's challenging Tyreek Hill. Send that boy to a contract. Because <laughs> I'm sure he can still catch. I am positive. <laughs> It. You don't just lose that. No. Uh, Jets owner, just out today, Jets owner Woody Johnson is under investigation by a State Department watchdog following an allegations that he made racist and sexist comments while serving as ambassador of the UK and sought to have the Open Championship played at a resort owned by Donald Trump. Uh, allegations are racist comments about black men and question the purpose of Black History Month allegedly argued that black fathers don't remain with their families, calling it the real challenge. Uh, reports that he would comment on women's appearances at the embassy and public events and said he preferred working with women because they were cheaper and worked harder. Um, reports he would hold gatherings at men's only clubs, shutting out female diplomats from being able to attend uh, before being told to stop. Uh, term as ambassador is set to end later this year. He did not deny allegations and said it was an honor of a lifetime to serve as the ambassador. He bought the team in 2000 and since being the ambassador has not played an active role. His younger brother, Christopher, who is a minority owner, has assumed the role of chairman and CEO of the Jets and has been handling day-to-day -day operations. Nonetheless, another team where the owner is in hot water. <laughs> I mean, how hard is it to just be a normal person and, like, just not be a butthead? I mean, I I find it 
pretty easy because I literally do it every, every day. day. <laughs> <laughs> I literally do it every day. I'm not sure what the issue is, but apparently it is hard. <laughs> makes sense. Like, and I feel like like you're the owner of the Jets. I'd be like, if I was the owner of the Jets, I'm like, all right, like, hey, I'm gonna be a good human being because I'm just gonna be a good human being. That's what I'm supposed to do. But like, I'm also I'm the owner of the Jets. I can't do anything wrong because it's gonna be blown up into massive things, and all of America is gonna hate me. Whereas if I just kind of be a good human being, then you know, only. I don't, I don't even only know. a quarter of people will hate me. Only a quarter of people. I was like, I was trying to think, <laughs> who the, uh, like, rivalry of the Giants or Jets are. And I really Patriots, Bills, Dolphins. Perfect. Those teams. Only those people will not like me because I'm the owner of the Jets. But now you have everybody. Well, uh, we had talked earlier about how the Jets have bad management. So here, here we go. Um. Yeah. Again. So let's we're gonna cut the episode here. So let's give the 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 um the run up and that is follow us on Facebook at Sports Shenanigans HM, follow us on Twitter at Sports Shenanigans. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can send us an email at hmshenanigans dot com. Uh, reminder of the uh, the new things coming about there's going to be a link in the show notes to our uh our contact uh list submission so uh you can fill that out take you know 10 seconds and fill that out um just so we can be better connected with you um be on the lookout for a new logo um and let us know what you think uh we will so we're cutting it here but we're going to keep going have a part two with the nba so keep listening